playwright wanted to present the biggest themes and respected his audience's intelligence to digest those themes and to invest in them. And of course what he's done with the play is he's put at the centre of the play a family conflict and we all have family conflicts. Um, and though that is the glue really that knits these themes together. It's a family tragedy. The way Antigone is often used is to illustrate the complexities of state versus personal. I think it is important to think of Antigone as a family tragedy. The most obvious aspect of that is Antigone's journey, um, how she has moved from being part of the premier royal family to uh, uh, this kind of slightly odd um, uh, exiled family um, position where she sort of is and isn't part of the royal household. Um, what it means to her to have lost her brothers at the beginning of the play, what the particular nature of her family is because it's the product of incest. From a psychological point of view, Antigone's conception of family felt like something that was very, very interesting and certainly part of the engine that was driving her through it. Who she is, I think she's incredibly passionate. She's in very strong, she's frightened and, you know, she has everything that goes with the prospect of death, which is fear and, and the, you know, the devastation of, of the loss of everyone around her. But that is worth succeeding in burying Polynices, which I, is a huge thing for a young woman in that time and, and in any time, you know, for it to, to go against the state, which is government, which is, you know, the law. And to go against that, even when everyone is telling you that you're wrong, to stick to believe your emotions is incredibly headstrong. And I think she's very clear like that, whereas some of the other characters' clarity comes much later in the play. The big challenge with, with Creon, uh, myself and Polly found, was that he is viewed by the audience and to a certain extent by members of his community of the cast as a villain. But what we have to what we had to address is that Creon emerges from a Thebes which has been in perpetual war. And immediately after a war is um, is finished, that's when the real instability starts. So he is having to make very pragmatic decisions about how to keep order in Thebes. The ruler who fears the consequences of his actions or who is afraid to act openly or take the good advice of his officers is beneath contempt. Equally contemptible is the man who puts the interests of his friends or his relations before his country. There is nothing good can be said of him. Let me make it plain before the gods, whose eyes are in every council chamber. When I see any threat to this nation from whatever direction, I shall make it public. No one who is an enemy of the state shall ever be any friend of mine. The state is everything to us. The ship we all sail in, if she sinks, we all drown. That's my policy. We, we located a very powerful emotional life for him in his love of his country. It's become a very unfashionable, slightly politically incendiary notion, a love of nation. 
we think of the British National Party, we think of fascism. Um, but his emotional life seems to be in a sense of the greatness of Thebes. Um, and that compels him to do anything he can to protect Thebes and set up this, this, exam this scarecrow of terror, which is the rotting corpse. <laughs>